0: Um, Alphabetical order,
1: go! Yeah, okay. Hey guys, I'm Alice. Um, I've been a K-pop fan since 2015. Um, my old group is shiny, but I... I kind of pay attention to a lot of stuff. Um, I guess my ultimate goal in K-pop is objective vacation.
2: I'm Brielle. I'm a Scorpio. Um, my goal is just to have fun here and i started listening to k-pop in 2016. my favorite group right now is probably luna but my alt group and the group that got me into k-pop is to anyone
0: i'm kamaru i'm a sagittarius i've been actively a fan of k-pop since 2015. my favorite group is blackpink and my goal here is to Just spread joy and positivity and hold hands.
3: I'm hat. I am a Virgo. Um, my alts are NCT. Um, but I really pay attention to SM groups as a whole. And my mission in K-pop is to address its racism. That is my mission statement. (laughs) That's perfect.
0: Okay. So welcome to our spooky Halloween pilot, the Demon Prada Twins, and this is like a lot for a pilot, <laughs> but <laughs>
3: <That's> awful.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, do we want to start with the comebacks or the scandals? Ooh,
1: I'm
2: mm. starting out spicy here. Um, let's get the mess out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. So, firstly, we have Irene.
2: Oh, Irene. Um,
0: Free her. Okay. <laughs> for anyone out of the loop. Irene has recently been exposed for being a big old bully to her stylist and everything. Like making them get on her their knees and tie her shoes and pulling their hair and just like verbally abusing them. It
1: it was a lot. Yeah, making them cry. Very BDSM of them. Her, but like not in a good way either. Um but like the thing is though that she got saved by another scandal that came up. <laughs> so yes, she got the uh, cheater. She's, the yes, the cheater. Although no, I saw something like very recently on Twitter, like SM is like suing or something. So um, Ooh. Yeah, I don't I don't know for sure, but Irene I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like I I said this before, but like I I've seen the psycho music video recently, and I couldn't even look at her. I was like, "Is she gonna do that to me if I look at her for too long?" So, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it's really know. really like unfortunate that it came out of Irene that like her resting bitch face is pretty much accurate. Yeah, um, that's the worst part of it is that people I feel like her fans especially worked so hard to try to disprove that, and she just completely shit it on that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: like as a person with resting bitch
1: face like it makes mm-hmm. me feel like I don't know like I'm losing a voice for the community
2: yes <laughs> she's making us look bad
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah it's like even then when people go oh we still have Jenny it's like do we really though <laughs> like we, if, this is proved we don't know these people for the upteenth time
3: mm-hmm. so it's, every time I feel like a lot of these people defending her have not worked in public service or retail. Because when no. she that to you, it's the worst.
1: It's the it's the twit. It's the stan twit girls who like they're like fourteen or fifteen. They never had a job. Um. <laughs> Can I say this? They have some sort of anxiety issues, so they stay at home and they watch they watch K-pop videos, and like that's that's, <laughs> that's their identity. Like they don't. There's a lack of real-world exp- real experience. So it's, yeah. I,
2: I I kind of feel bad, but... There seems to be um a lot of different perspectives. But what I'm seeing is um the young fans who don't really understand how you're supposed to treat retail workers. Um, but I also see some people who are just kind of taking it in stride and kind of brushing it off, laughing it off. Me, mm. um, and then there are some people <laughs> who, who are just kind of really vehemently me, like defending Irene, and that is what I don't understand. She mm. apologized. She admitted to it. I'm not sure what there is to defend. It's really, really odd.
1: Well, and then you get into the whole. See, this is a bit more deep, I guess. The whole thing of how girl group stands. Um, elevate their faves from a position of just being a woman, but to, they sort of represent women in general as a construct. So if you insult Irene, it's not about Irene anymore. You're insulting womanhood itself.
2: Yeah, they have this idea of like women as being very, everyone is supposed to be super nice and super sweet to everyone. And, you know, nobody has a bad day. And it's just not realistic and it's not true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I kind of want to see the recording
3: though. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah, oh, I yeah. Hear it too.
3: yeah, I don't.
1: I don't. I think, I feel like if you scour the internet enough, like if I knew Chinese or something, because I feel like Chinese fans always know more than internation- the I, I
3: international. the other international. I don't think we'd have all of this defending if people saw it with their own eyes you no. know how people create constructs about their idols
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i think there is i think some people genuinely think there is a chance she was just like coming off as rude but she wasn't like yelling she wasn't intentionally intentionally using verbally degraded degrading words but there's also the chance that she was like yelling and cussing out this person which i'm pretty sure was confirmed so yeah. I do think a recording would help a lot if you heard that and you could feel it.
1: Yeah, I've read a statement that was made by uh, the person, one of the people that she specifically yelled at, and it was, it was obvious that it wasn't like a one-time issue that she had. Um, it was a, a, a constant thing, um, and people, K-pop not K-pop idols, K-pop fans always twist words um, and use them in the ways that they aren't supposed to be used words like cultural appropriation words like misogyny and this other thing of like oh all idols are human I mean yes idols are human but they're but being part of being human means that you can call people out for their mistakes Um, and she wasn't (laughs) she wasn't electrocuted (laughs) by her earpiece (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with an isolated <laughs> incident. It was, it was a um, a long-term thing. Also, and, and this is with a lot of things in K-pop, a systemic thing. It's not just Irene who's doing this. Um, sort of, I think she's becoming like a figurehead for this issue, but I don't think she's the only person. Um, I think there were some other people who noticed, like there were stylists for other SM groups who liked the posts. That one of Irene's former stylists made like talking about how idols like abuse their their beauticians and stuff like mm-hmm. for other groups. So it's not just Irene, <laughs> but it, it it got to a certain point with her, I guess, because maybe I don't know why it got to where it was with Irene. But
2: um, I heard one of the theories I heard was that since Red Velvet's contract is up next year.
0: Mm -hmm. that
2: um, they wanted to put this information out because Irene was thinking about leaving. And so to prevent her from leaving, they put this information out and basically tarnished her whole kind of reputation. But not enough that she would not be popular enough to stay with SM. That's interesting. That's just a theory I heard.
1: Uh, I mean, I wouldn't put it beyond SM with them... (laughs) With the way that SM is. Um, I do. I, I've i like always appreciated SM for being like unapologetically just about making as much money as possible and not pretending <laughs> to care about their, their fans or their idols. But ethically, I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> um, what else? Let's see. So obviously the thing that Irene got overshadowed by was... Uh, Chanyeol and his whole issue which I mean I guess it's sort of from a place of privilege I can I find it more amusing
2: <laughs> I do too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do too I think the whole I'm sorry to the girl I'm really sorry girl but this is hilarious to me um, <laughs> I'm not this makes me think of like um, when the fans get so upset it makes me think of how this is random I used to hate bob marley because he cheated on all his wives and stuff but i really had to think about it and like i'm not the wife so why do Mm. i care i don't i have no other reason to care like he didn't cheat on me so yeah
0: i i expect this from idols especially if you're exo an exo member it's just like how we expect this stuff from western rappers it's just that with idols this tends to be kept under wraps more. Or at least from our perspective of being international. Because mm-hmm. I don't really think about this much, but I don't know if like Brazilian uh what's his face, offset fans <laughs> know about every girl <laughs> he's cheated on in real time, like an LA resident would about to say something like, Oh, this should be expected, but I mean like to her, but to an extent, along with it being funny, I just <laughs> the way it came right after irene <laughs> like prayers were answered
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> and also how both of them were sponsored by prada that is there's something i don't know there's something very something poetic in about the water that. yeah
2: <laughs> the devil <wears laughs> <Lisa Prada>. next. <laughs> no <laughs> I also would be surprised they,
0: at that one
1: have you guys seen that picture of Jen uh Irene and um Chanyeol at was it Mama a couple of years ago <laughs> so people are joking that, Jen, that Jen's gonna be next in <laughs> this
2: scandal
3: oh yeah I know what picture you're talking about <laughs> oh yeah. yeah has he actually oh, Jen, said anything like about that has from, from, from scandal? yeah yeah no. um
1: no, I made some weird like some shady statement on Twitter yesterday. That. Oh, it's how do I even explain it? It was like I sort of
3: It, it was, was like, like another rumor that came out and then he addressed that but not the original one. It was Yeah, so means, I guess
1: a girl which... was claiming to be acquaintances with him. And so he was like, What acquaintance? And he like kind of was like kind of like uh what's the word? Kind of like making her out to be like a little annoying mosquito. Yeah, he was.
2: It was kind of like I cheated on this girl. Who are you? Mind your business.
3: <laughs> he does not want to be involved.
0: No. Okay. Direct translation. No, but who's my acquaintance? Catching mosquitoes. Uwacha, you little jerk. Ah, uh, shake, shake. <laughs> <laughs> And um, now that we're getting other EXO members involved, I remember um, people are saying that she added Sihan. uh, Forgive me if I'm mispronouncing his name. But um, she made some statement in that expose about him having a gay best friend. And people automatically assumed it was Sihan.
1: I thought I heard something about that being false. But, like, I feel like enough... International fans, at least, are convinced he's gay, that it, doesn't,
0: <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't really matter. Doesn't
3: even matter. <sighs> the searches speak for themselves.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like I said, there was that Twitter thread that I, I thought that was kind of funny. It's just a picture of him with like old old men.
0: Can <laughs> <wanna> you see that? <laughs>
1: Hold on. <laughs> Let me see There's no way see.
0: you're finding it right now.
1: Um we should I should there should be an official Twitter for us. I can make it, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I I I'd I'd heard people saying, Oh Tanyol, I don't trust him. He seems like a Playboy, but I'm always I'm always one of those people who's like, Oh, you can't judge people. You gotta accept them. But then when this came out, I was like, ah, oh, see, I knew it all along. And I think people, they always do this with scandals, though. They did this with Jimin, too. Yeah. <laughs> they would, like, take um, things out of context.
0: <laughs> and when, um, I forget his name. What's his face from Stray Kids? Woojin? Mm, yeah. You're right. People kept going back, looking up palm readings, little interactions. <laughs> the
1: palm readings. I've
0: I've subscribed to that oh guy. I,
3: know. <laughs> <He does then. laughs>
1: I need to see his palm reading for Irene and um Shang-Yu, and I'm gonna check out the one for Huyang because I'm I'm nervous at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found it! No, I found it. Oh wow! Yeah, I had it in my bookmarks. Of course, you did. <laughs> it's literally it's just. It's just pictures of him with, I'm assuming, <laughs> old rich men?
0: <laughs> what about that one picture of him at, like, a bass baseball game or
1: something? It might be in this thread. I don't know. <laughs> this this comment says, ultimate Dilf Hunter. <laughs> uh, he's living his best life. Yeah, I don't blame him. And he doesn't. He doesn't do any of the. I don't know. If, see, I can't speak because I don't. I'm not an Xol. But it's not the. The same questionable queer baiting, as some of the other. <sighs> some of the other idols.
0: Like I'm just kidding.
1: You don't want to say me. <laughs> no, I will, but just on a later episode.
0: <laughs> okay, that that I have, can be a
1: whole. Nother. Yeah, that could be like three episodes. <laughs> there are like i think there are literally hundreds of groups who are doing the utmost well i guess we could since we're talking about sm groups we could talk about irene and monster a little bit i remember when that came out (laughs) and i remember seeing my timeline i guess i like follow i always follow these people with opposing views so i would see people retweet things and be like this is not for the gays. Like, this is so offensive. And other people were like, ha, who cares? Irene's sexy. And I was like, I don't know. The way that they had to, like, censor the music video just to get it released, and I'm pretty sure it still had, like, a 15 rating. Like a, you know how they have those content rating ratings at the top of the music videos? hmm Yeah. Like, it's. Oh.
2: It's really what, weird because like Sulji so- S- so- S- so- S- so- and Irene never really pinged to me as being no. like, like <laughs> they just don't seem like they would be into that, and it felt really forced. Yeah, um, it wasn't even natural. It was just like fringe. I didn't like it really. And everybody was like, "Okay, oh, right." And that's because they're so starved for anything. Yeah, like
1: it's ridiculous. I remember there was this girl I, I followed on Twitter who, like, spoke out about it. She was literally, <laughs> like, a lesbian. And she was like, I'm not comfortable with this. And she got a whole bunch of hate for it. Um, So she had to, like, mm-hmm. privatize her account and everything. And it, at that point, I'm like, who are you more concerned about making the idols look good who probably aren't <laughs> gay? Or are you concerned about the women who actually are and have their own opinions on it? I don't know. It's, uh, like, it's Realistically,
0: Irene probably called one of those stylists a uh, homophobic slur. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> back to yeah. the being starved for like representation thing, this this is like um, somewhat tangent but it always ends up being harmful in some form like you said they bully that lesbian off and Mm -hmm. a lot of times they um people like this don't just look for representation in harmful music videos they'll go to like um toxic fan fiction pornography it's Mm -hmm. the first way they uh, see themselves anywhere and very young too so it's just like very irksome And I don't see how anyone can genuinely think the SM songwriters, I'm sorry, producers were like, oh yeah, we're going to tell a little love story that just happens to be between two women because
1: that's just like a thing we do. But if they (laughs) wanted, there there is a K-pop MV, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of it. Um, uh, I don't remember the name, but I guess it can go in the show notes. Um, That like actually depicts something like that relatively well um but this wasn't it it was just it was just queer baiting it wasn't a love story (laughs) no i
2: just i think it's so um for me when it comes to representation in k-pop and the whole lesbians um i think some people just take it too far um Mm -hmm. you know i'm an orbit and i see people just like with I say yeaves, I know that's not how you're supposed to say it, Yves, mm-hmm. um, but they just take it so far with her, and I can just imagine, if she's not gay, how much that bothers her,
0: mm-hmm. even if
2: she isn't homophobic, even if she's, like, totally pro-LGBT, it's still probably really annoying, and mm-hmm. I don't see how the fans think that just because it's a representation that's away from the norm that it's okay to put that on to idols, and I don't think that it is. Um, they're not dream catchers, like who are obviously very, it's very hard not to think they're at least bisexual or something, mm-hmm. but um, they're very that... interesting group, <laughs> they really are. Yeah, they really they're a
1: very interesting group because I think they they literally they seem to have a very weird where they literally have members who are LGBT, but they're just queer baiting,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> which is something. Yeah, that was, yeah, <laughs> very, but on to, with Luna, when you read the description, because Digipetty Petty, or I don't know if it was Digipetty Petty or Blockberry, they put descri- really like actually very helpful descriptions for all the music videos,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: at least pre-debut. I don't know if they do this anymore, like explaining what's going on in the music video, the song itself they explain the storyline and you attack my heart attack Mm -hmm. and it's not gay. It's uh, based off the the little match girl, I think. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But I think they released some statement afterwards like, we don't really see it this way but if you want to, that's fine. Which is, I mean it's acceptance, but is that um, I don't know if acceptance should be just what k-pop fans are willing to accept and there's just this overall thing with international fans taking the bare minimum from companies and then hyping it up so if an idol group says like they wear, they have a they hold a pride flag or if they speak some english during an interview or if they come to the states but k-pop companies have realized they don't have to do really anything for international fans to spend money on them, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> they can be racist. They can be sexist. It mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and until international K-pop fans um, are Pop more, yeah, until they raise their standards, like specifically how it is in Japan. I noticed that Japanese fans
2: are respected a lot more. We'll wait until they and in- I think when um, this is. A crazy theory, but when BTS starts to enlist, and their, like, popularity goes down, if an army doesn't just leave K-pop altogether, they're gonna come over to the other groups and start demanding stuff.
1: Mm. Mm. But see, I don't, like, what is what does BTS provide exactly? They, I feel like they do provide a bit more what I say, lip service than the average K-pop group? But when you look at the behind, some of the, like, they've done, their past is, like, worse than a lot of other groups. Um, even the groups that are looked at more critically. Mm-hmm. I remember when three mm-hmm. kids, it was specifically Bang Chan who got, like, so much hate last year. <laughs> was it last year or was it this year? Um, I think
0: it was 2018.
1: Was it 2018? He it did could something. be. He did it was the cornrows. Yeah, he did something, and people. I remember seeing my timeline for, I don't know how long, months on end. Oh, Banchan, he's racist. He's he's sexist. He's canceled. He's the worst man on the entire planet. Blah blah blah. Meanwhile, BTS has literally had a photo shoot, <laughs> like with Nazi symbolism, and they they had some like it was like, obviously. I mean, things are relative, like, neither of these things are good, but it's, it's very interesting,
3: um,
1: how, and obviously, with Jimin and Ka- him saying Kambungi, like, if a group, a 4th Gen group said that nowadays, I don't
2: think they would get away with it, but. No way. BTS the thing is...
0: with, um, uh, the thing with BTS, you said they did, um, more lip service or something akin to mm-hmm. that. It's not necessarily lip service, I feel. It's that uh, part of their promotion is to seem like social activists at the UN, everything. So right. even if they've had, in my opinion, the most violently racist, po- problematic past of a K-pop group, at least mm-hmm. um, that's in the public conscious. So it it just flies over partially because of just how armies are and, you know, that, Social activist reform, even if they can't even say black people. <laughs> so
2: it's, um, BTS is on a whole nother level than the other K pop groups, I'd say. They're like ambassadors for Korea, really, at this point. Yeah, so a soft power thing. Yeah. And so if they were to say something, I think it would be a big deal. But once they start to enlist, I really do think it's like, um, it's gonna be a mess, but yeah. What um? What can
3: Japanese fans um? How are they different from international fans? What do they do differently? Um, mm, for some and reason, more money. Yeah, yeah, they spend more money.
1: Also, I think it's if you understand like where K-pop comes from, um. I mean, I don't I don't have a a complete good, like, don't quote me on this kind of knowledge. Um, But a lot of K-pop, obviously K-pop is inspired by Motown, but there's also um, uh, a Japanese group called SMAP, I think, that was in the 70s and 80s. And there's a lot of K-pop influences that come from that. Also, Korea was colonized by Japan at some point. So I think there's sort of a different perception. Of that space and of that environment, but when you look at American fans specifically, or Western or European fans, they they know that we don't see them often. They know how far away we are from them and how desperate we are to see them. So they're sort of oh, let's just give them the littlest of what we can and <laughs> make the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas with yeah. Japan. I mean some of it is logistic like it's easier to get there <laughs> and bring stuff there. But yeah, on the other hand, the way it's continuing, people don't boycott. I think in citizens boycott. Um, will they because th- No, they they have before and they they are trying to right now. Oh yeah, the the K-fans, yeah. Mm, but there was was it in 2019? There was some Oh, yes. When Renjun um there were, like, there's always issues with NCT, obviously. But the thing at the time was their managers. And Renjun yeah. had been found outside. He was... He, he left something.
3: Um, some sort
1: ridiculous. Of, yeah, some sort of activity.
3: <laughs> and he was actually he, looking like a lost poppy. But he just and he lost noticed, his AirPods. And yeah, everyone he lost his
1: AirPods. But nobody knew that. So they just saw yeah. Renjun walking around by himself. And they assumed since uh, SM had been xenophobic before that it was a continuation of that issue so people literally started unfollowing SM um, on social media, stopped watching music videos protested, put up a whole bunch of nonsense um, stuff on Twitter, but it worked like, I I find it very funny that like a week after that Renjun got his um, radio show So, (laughs) like it it worked (laughs)
3: it's weird what they pay attention to and what they supposedly don't
1: Mm
3: -hmm. I don't know why they paid attention to that event specifically because people were unfollowing the SM
1: YouTube channel they were unfollowing them on Twitter is that all it takes? yeah (laughs) but people don't (laughs) usually do that (laughs) but like yeah (laughs) people literally just don't do that they just say oh these companies are so awful and they just buy three million albums.
3: <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm not looking forward to this boycott, this upcoming one. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I hope
3: also they, think, I hope like, they um, off. Mm-hmm.
0: Minus and Citizens, um, I fans will never be the same as uh, Japanese fans in that because of how diverse we are ethnically, racially, no mm-hmm. one will ever agree to anything to boycott yeah. in the first place. And we already know, even like amongst races and diasporas, there's disagreements there. And then we've got all the fans of other races and people who just don't care. So I just don't think it could be the same. Like uh, Brielle said, BTS is on a whole nother level. So like, if Jimin pulled a Khamdoom now, he would get slammed by like the whole,
1: the media, local Twitter, everything. But do you think do you think armies would defend him? Yes. Yes.
0: Do you 100%. think they would do this? They do you pull, think they uh, would
1: they would pull you... it actually
0: it's just colorist and it only means darky. Mm. So
1: do you think they the translators cuz I know you've seen that screenshot where it's it has Kamdungis and it says <laughs> underneath translators note this is wow. just a cute word for like dark skin. <laughs> do you think they would do you think they w- actually? I shouldn't even ask, would they? Because they definitely don't. No, yeah, would. why do you have to ask that? <laughs>
2: it's always a mistranslation when something mm-hmm. is fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's I always know. a mistranslation. Yes, I never like, feel <laughs> mistranslation. <laughs> it's never like, oh, Jimin loves uh, Jungkook or something. Oh, that was a mistranslation. That never happens.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
2: always when they mess up. And that's really interesting to me.
1: Yeah, they never mistranslate, like, other things. Like, (laughs) it's
2: always when they do something that's
1: racist (laughs) or misogynistic. Specifically those two.
0: (laughs) Yeah, fans will translate, since we're talking about BTS, like, an entire bon voyage, which I'm assuming is, like, 100 hours, give Mm. or take. They'll translate all of that, and there's no notable mistakes until uh, RM says something about women. (laughs)
1: yeah i'd say the last time that bts fans have been on them um about them about them being correct was when was it around i think it was around the time i joined the fandom um in 2015 um specifically about war of hormone which is uh i mean the song is well made but the lyrics are very teenage boy hormonal um I remember one of the lyrics is, like, girls are like math, I just do them.
3: Um,
1: (laughs) Fans were complaining about that, but 2015 BTS and 2020 BTS are very, very different. (laughs) War of Hormone
0: is so ridiculous that I assume it's
1: satire, because I just don't want to believe any difference. (laughs) I mean, even the music video is, like... It definitely has that—that's that early third-gen. You know what? It kind of reminds me of now that I think about it. Um, is two PMs? Um, is it my house, where they're all trying to get this one girl, and they keep dragging her around in the music video? That's what it reminds me of.
0: <laughs> oh man. Oh, okay. So, I think this whole thing is just going to be about SM. Yes.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, until we get to Twice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and Right now, we're 30 minutes in, so do you guys want to move on to NCT? Yeah,
1: let's do that.
0: Alright, so everyone who's out of the loop, um, earlier this week, NCT did mocking, like, um, Desi head-bopping in the uh, hand symbols and during one of their ending fairies for Make-A-Wish. And today, I believe they performed behind a mosque on the music show.
3: Um, earlier on, they did uh, perform in front of uh, Muslim prayer as well.
1: Yeah, like a very um, specific holy Muslim prayer Yeah.
0: about the death of a an, an important figure.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, I just I want this promotional period to end immediately. um yeah. I'm it's so done with it. I saw like a tweet that was
1: like, it feels like it's been going on for five weeks. Like, yeah, how are they still promoting? <laughs> like, just, I'm just stop. <laughs> I'm actually done. <laughs> it's ruined
0: uh, everything. It's ruined it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, this is a great song, but NCT don't know how to act.
1: Nope. No, they were fine with Could the music video. I, everybody was like, yeah, okay, this is cute. Like, this is inspired, but it's not uh, racist <laughs> or insulting.
2: But then they were were like, what if we, what if we,
1: what if we, like, what if we made it? (laughs) What if we made it worse? (laughs) (laughs) Like, they could have just kept the aesthetic from the music video. I don't know why they had to,
3: (laughs) why they had to make it worse, but that's SM. (laughs) (laughs) I've not liked fan reactions either. Mm. Like, Mm. the fandom is, like, one of those that actually calls out their faves. And it's slowly turning into the opposite, which I have not liked at all, one bit.
2: Mm-mm-mm. Well, there's so much to call out.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: There's People so acting much. as if it's
3: the first time, it's not.
1: No. I, although before this, I think the stuff that NCT, they've always done stuff, but it's just been more spread out. Um, so the the fandom has more time to recuperate. Um, yeah. but with this, it's just, you wake up, <laughs> bam, bam, <laughs> bam, 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 <laughs> bam. Cause I'm trying really to, a lot. yeah. And also the I've whole always... international concept. It, it's, yeah, it, I think exactly. it's really, cause this is the first year they've been off from tour. So it's really hitting fans. Like it's just a concept for them. It's not, I mean, the, it's interesting how you can have a group that's so diverse, but then a company with, <laughs> I mean SM that has its own agenda.
0: Would you call SM or YG the Republican Party of K-pop?
2: Oh my god! Mm.
3: Interesting essay question.
2: <laughs> I think that's a little extreme. Um, <laughs> we could. I, I- mean. We could call Maybe, them the Democrats, really.
1: Yeah, I think SM is more like the Democratic Party right now. Uh, they they have they pay lip service, but they don't do anything.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'd they say.
1: pretended to care about um, on Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, YG would be the the Republicans um, because YG um, likes women, <laughs> likes women who are young and submissive. Um, so. That's, and illegal things lots of yes. illegal things yeah <laughs> yeah using women for money and not paying them properly yeah lots of things that i would associate with a more conservative mindset
2: mm-hmm.
1: i guess that makes jyp like <laughs>
0: bernie sanders
1: no bernie
0: sanders
2: Take that back he <laughs> is with his like um organic kitchen and idols are better people than they are singers i do
1: his like character training i've never realized it i've never appreciated it until like looking at twice with this comeback but like whatever jyp is doing to like get his artist to act correctly it works (laughs) because twice is one of the few groups that's lasted this long and i don't think they're gonna like start being obnoxious anytime soon like the other other companies need to get on that like character training thing
2: yeah i haven't seen any like they're really well trained they're really like mm-hmm. media trained um because i've always been interested in the interactions between twice to see like mm-hmm. who hates each other who's close and it's really hard to figure out so
1: and that's yeah, the way they, it's supposed to be <laughs> they have like specific groups i think of them who like like each other a bit more but yeah, overall there's no yeah, like the the old the members who were supposed to be in 6mix are like the closest because they've been together the longest. But it's not it's not like NCT <laughs> where they <laughs> where you can tell who had a fight before and who's doing fan service to what and can that, we oh, briefly cool. can, we briefly, can we briefly talk about Yuta and <laughs> Because <laughs> That fan service is almost funny in how um, obvious it is to the point that I've seen multiple Incitizens on Reddit be like, Why are they even doing this? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nobody needs it this. Was, it was win win first. Then yeah, it was win win. Then Mark.
1: I felt so bad for win win. I remember seeing clips of them like, I don't know, trying to touch him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked so uncomfortable and. His Korean wasn't that amazing either. And um, he, yeah, he seems a lot better in Wavy. Yeah,
3: I, that's I agree. One of the few. Leave him there.
1: Mm-hmm. But then they moved on to Mark. Yuda is, he's an interesting idol.
2: Oh, I just looked at his um, zodiac chart today. It's oh, yeah. Chaotic.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> so much Scorpio, mm-hmm. Sagittarius, and. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah not a lot
2: of anything else he's really. scorpios
1: are sexy but they're like crazy like they're like he's just he just
0: seems like
2: we're intense yeah
1: very intense
0: person i like fire and water charts and i'm not saying that as a fire and water chart (laughs) (laughs) i remember like for this nct thing i was really surprised like hats you said and citizens are known to call out nct well, I haven't been paying attention to them much, and I was shocked by like how t- blame as uh, the SM and the whatever show they were on, because oh, like oh, my only experience for uh, mosque controversies were like G IDLE, so it was mm-hmm. like night and day. Yeah, just- there's.
3: Ugh. <laughs> The so way I'm you saying, mean. like, people are acting like this is the first time, and they've never seen any outrage like this. Like, it's really weird how I'm they're protecting them from that, the hate, quote mm, unquote.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised that no one is angry and like, there's nothing wrong with the boys. They just did stereotypical head bopping and mocking like mm-hmm. the other day.
1: Like, this isn't completely Soyan, blameless. If Soyeon did that um you would just see oh she's an ugly hag anyway oh she's a flop oh
3: a lesbian blah blah like it wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> It just seems so muted i don't know if it's just who i follow or whatever but it's just so hush hush i just send emails yeah 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 yeah. send it.
1: emails or the one that i think is particularly interesting and I, this isn't in the notes but I, I think it's kind of relevant is um the thing with Victin. Um, so I, I was actually evicted, um, I guess I would say a stan. I don't know if I would use the word stan, because I don't, but yeah, I'll just say the word stan. I was evicted stan up until relatively recently, and I was watching some of Seijin's lives, and they just sort of gave me a bad energy. I remember one specifically where he kept on, like, talking about how one of the members had gotten, like, paler. And I was like, I don't really know if I want to watch this anymore. So I, I I was like, let me distance myself from this. And then about a week later, <laughs> um, Victim, three members specifically, the roommate line, um, Soobin, Sungshik, um, Seijun are dancing to this Brianna Taylor song. Um, but the thing that was interesting um, about the fandom is the first thing that they tried to do was get the video taken down. Um and they said, Hey, delete the video, we're gonna try and email the company. Um, so, and it, it's it it seems like when they say that, like, oh, there's a good intention here, like they're trying to not mm-hmm. spread controversy or whatever, right? But it's it's not. They're just they're just trying to like the, the ultimate goal is to make sure that the victim comes out and looks good in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were I don't. I don't think I've ever seen a black victim stand <laughs> to be honest. So I always saw people on Twitter being like, "Don't talk over black fans if they don't accept the apology." Let's listen to black fans. They would say this, right? But like, they didn't care because they would say that, and then they would go back to posting and, "Oh my gosh, Shadron looks so hot today. I can't wait for our comeback." Blah 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 blah. And even when they posted that that apology where he was eating. They were defending him, like, he hasn't eaten all day, so he's very busy and he has to shove all this food in his mouth all at once. I get he's hungry, right? Idol's diet. But he couldn't wait for, like,
2: ten minutes? I thought that, um... (laughs) I thought the initial video where they're dancing to the song was enough. It was like, oh, this is highly offensive. Um... I don't know anything about the group though, so I'll give you guys some time to clean this up. But I found that apology video to be so insensitive. I have never seen a more insensitive apology. You should have just not said anything at all. Okay. That was just, it was just like, are you seriously eating right now while you apologize about somebody being like brutally killed by the police? This is. It's not a good look. And I didn't know them before, but I definitely don't wanna know them now. No.
1: It's that's it's Seijun, it's his is his it's his shtick on V life to be very someone said he was an attention seeker. I'm not sure about that word yet. But to be to just kinda say things shockingly to get attention. Um, one example and I wasn't sure at the time if this was him doing this on purpose, but he had like this he had the sauce he was using, I guess, and he was dipping it. He was dipping some food in it. and He like spilled it all over his laptop. And it was done in a way that made me question, like, did he accidentally spill that sauce all over his laptop or did he do that on purpose? Secondly, he didn't like turn off the camera after that happened. He kept the V-Live going and he made a ruckus. And he was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to get a new laptop. And of course fans brought him a new laptop. Like when you, yeah, when you think about these things, yeah, (laughs) when you think about these things in hindsight, it it, they all kind of coalesce. But at the time, I was just like, oh, maybe he's like kind of ditzy or something. But this is that's, I think it seems to be his role within that group, to act out. (laughs) If you watch any of his V lives, he's always saying or doing something sort of questionable so him eating during his apology um to the fans they would be like no sejun is our baby he's so great he's so kind he's he he likes to eat he's always hungry because that's see that's something the fans would understand is and they would put that as part of their narrative is oh sejun is really hungry he likes to eat a lot so he has to eat during this apology because otherwise he'll (laughs) i don't know somehow he's gonna die in the next 10 minutes if he doesn't eat but after that apology was released um, alice's which is the fandom names (laughs) funnily enough (laughs) um they were like okay they made an apology so guys please stop hating on them i remember seeing so many comments because it was being passed around on twitter a lot so alice's would be like hey guys sejan released an apology please don't talk about this anymore Fans are like, okay, we don't like this apology. He's literally eating. Um, So they're like, no, don't worry about it. We're still emailing the company. So they release another... So three of the members, the three members who were dancing to it, they released um, an Instagram story each. All worded very similarly. Basically saying, hey, we're sorry for offending our fans. Um, We'll reflect on our actions. You know, the generic... It wasn't a specific apology. And then once that was released, um, I guess all the fandom just kind of assumed, okay, that's it. and guess we can go back to normal. But for me, I was like, no. <laughs> that's, it wasn't, I suppose my issue with it is because it was, it wasn't like the company made an official statement. It was just a story that the members posted on their individual Instagrams. Like they could have at least posted it to their Instagram, but no, that, <laughs> it was just a it was just a statement.
0: Gosh, that video is so crazy to me. For anyone who hasn't seen it, it's not like a little TikTok dance. It's not a woe or anything. It's like a black and white dance practice video with a ch- choreography leader, everything.
1: Yeah. So, um.
0: The entire Ugh, situation just is wild.
3: just.
1: I think it's literally, and I watch me curse myself by saying this. It's the worst thing I've ever seen uh, <laughs> a K-pop sure. group do that that I've been like that I've like been that a fandom that I've been currently involved with.
0: Mm, <laughs> like okay,
1: <laughs> that I'm no currently then. involved with. <laughs> I don't know in the future. Maybe maybe Shiny will pull something out really miserable in the next couple of days, but. <laughs>
0: Well, SM uh, is cursed right now, so it's always a yeah. possibility. Yeah. Okay. So, 45 minutes in, let's move on to comebacks. So, we Yay. have Yell and Twice. Let's go with yell first, alphabetical.
2: Okay. So, I guess I'll introduce CL since she's, like, my alt bias. Like, I love her. I've loved her for, like, mm, six years now, so... Ciel just recently came back um, for the first time since I want to say um, "Hello, Bitches" was her last comeback. And lifted, um, she had some like songs that she released over the summer, um, but I think those were just kind of teasers to get people, you know, to give a feel of what is to come. So she released two songs. I guess it's pronounced "Hawa." And five star, um, along with a deck practice video for Hawa, um, and a visualizer like video for five star. Um, yeah. And she is coming out with more stuff at the end of November. Um, I forget the name of what that's called, but it's coming out soon and she's just rolling out a whole bunch of content. Um, I really, I guess my opinion's on the comeback. I know I said before that I hated it, but I watched it again, and I really, really think that um, while five-star sounds really dated, the other song was really good. It actually, it was very CL. I watched mm-hmm. the, Dex Prince, uh, the dance performance video again, and it was her style. It was her. She was being herself. I could tell she was really excited to come back, really excited to show people what she's been working on. Um, Yeah, I thought it was, after giving it another listen, I think it was pretty decent for a comeback.
0: Mm. Okay, so now for my non-fan perspective, I've never (laughs) liked anything Seattle put out, and this sounds mean, but I'm just not a fan (laughs) of her voice oh my god i sound like i'm going in okay it just annoys no, me no it's fine so, no we're critical um, here we're
3: fine mm-hmm. Ooh, facts and logic anyways <laughs> I... What's that? Mm-hmm. sorry was she the one that performed at the winter olympics
1: yeah yeah and like why yeah. oh, yeah. didn't give her anything so she had to do everything by herself
3: yep. mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm aware i'm aware of her
1: we have general knowledge
0: (laughs) see the dance performance I hated it it was just an an assault on my eyes and it put me off of the song at first but then I gave it another listen and I give it an overall 6 out of 10 See, like I enjoy dated but I'm very picky with my dated so this wasn't Mm -hmm. exactly my type of dated but it was close especially the chorus which I love Everything else, I just listen to it because it's there. (laughs) Five star, it's just no for me.
2: Yeah, I don't like it that much either. I don't think, yeah. I don't like it at all.
0: (laughs) But I do like her little aesthetic with the cover arts she's doing now. I saw the one for her album that's dropping in November and it's cute.
2: It reminds me of um, there's she's like I guess a artist she like makes clothes she's a fashion designer. Her name is Me Love Me a lot. I don't know if you guys have seen her Instagram before, but that's what yeah that's what this aesthetic kind of reminds me of like a e girl Me Love Me a lot.
0: It's mm. oh that's her name yeah I'm familiar with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked it though. Yeah, I always go hear her by the MLMA. Mm-hmm. So, moving on. T- well, do you guys ha- have anything to say about CL? Mm Well, <laughs>
1: I still haven't listened to this yet, but from what I'm hearing, it sounds better than Lifted. And that's, like, my only previous um, experience with
2: her. So I'll be sure to check it out at some point. I feel like I'm the only person that actually liked Lifted. I didn't
1: mind at the time, but I was also like a teenager, and I thought it was like uh, it, I sort of associated. You're still it with, one. I kind of associated it with like cringy memories from the past, sort of. I mean, I yeah, I'm, I'm I'm still a teenager, but like I was
0: very um, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know when was that? 2016? Yeah, it was 2016. Yeah. <laughs> That was, yeah, that was four years ago, so I'm, I'm, I'm at a place in my life where I'm developing rapidly, and I am not the same person I was a freshman, as a freshman in high school, so I, yeah, maybe that's why I kind of outgrew NCT, too, because I kind of associate them with, like, high school, (laughs) and now that I'm out,
0: I'm like, eh. All right, so we'll move on to twice. Can't Yay. stop me. Yay! I'm <laughs> okay. just trying to go first.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't really care as long as I get to talk about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alphabetical. go ahead, Alex.
1: Okay, I really, I really, really, I really enjoy this comeback. I think it's. I saw someone say this before. I think it was Angelina, who's a YouTuber. Like it's not a comeback. It's like a comeback, but like, with the little accent on the e, like it's fancy, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like a comeback a. <laughs> like it's it's elevated. it's it's like it has the same vibe that Lotie da had with the scent wave thing, um mm-hmm. right. but it's it's more streamlined. Um, the issue with Lotie da is that it wasn't the I think it was the bridge. Was kind of like things weren't structured the way I preferred them to be. Whereas twice the song is a little more like calm and minimalistic, but it's it's tighter, it's well more produced in my opinion. So I I prefer it a bit more. Um, The outfits are iconic. The Mm -hmm. is it tartan or is it plaid or
2: I don't know what to call it.
1: Yes, (laughs) they're just beautiful. I just. I like what they're doing. I like the fact that they get to sing about things that are relevant to their actual lives <laughs> instead of um, whatever they were doing with Cheer Up. <laughs> um, Ugh. Like, I I, I think I've mentioned this before a little bit when talking with the, the members separately, but um, back in 2016, again, when I was younger, um, I was on these forums and, like, The thing at the time, and me at the time, I, like, hated twice. Like, I thought, like, if you liked twice, then you, like, continued, like, Korean misogyny. So, like, I I would literally go around and dislike. I disliked all their music videos because I remember, like, I came back to Cheer Up and I had it disliked. um, And I had to like it. (laughs) I I didn't like twice. I thought they were, (laughs) I guess, like, Korean propaganda or something. But at some point, I was, like, looking at them, and I'm like, they're just trying to make money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, they just they just want to be successful. They just want their family to be happy. They're not, like, the issue isn't them. It's the system that they're under. But you could say that about any K-pop group. But, yeah, I was full of this sort of, this kind of internalized misogyny combined with, like, it wasn't this this hatred that was sort of directed in the wrong place. But, um... 2018 came and i think it was dance the night away i was like this is this is fun like this is cute and then fancy came out everybody likes fancy i mean at least international fans do Mm -hmm. (laughs) i koreans missed out on that (laughs) um and then more and more i was like fine with it i didn't people really hated it but i just like, I, I I would listen to it when I watched them perform, but I didn't listen to it outside of that. Um, but when I heard the teasers for this and I saw the. Yeah, I was like, this is going to be good. Like, this is going to be one of those comebacks where, like, everything works together well, because there are comebacks where, like, the song is good or maybe all the members know how to, like, portray the concept well. But there are very few concepts where the members all like the concept. The song is good. The album's good. The costumes are good. Like, <laughs> I mean, Psycho could have been like that, but Wendy fell. <laughs> so it, it's the entire thing is just, it's just, it's so well put together. And I'm, I'm like perfectionistic and it makes me very happy. Because um, I'm happy and twice as happy. And I think that's. I think that's how it should be in K-pop, but it's not like that for the majority of comebacks.
2: Well, I absolutely love the comeback. I loved everything about it. Um, What I love most about TWICE is the fact that they have grown as a group and it's so natural and it feels organic. It's not Mm. like, it doesn't feel like this, makes me think of like Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana and how she just felt like she had to go on the complete opposite of what she was to prove to people that she was grown up and twice just, they just grew up and Mm -hmm. it just felt like it was natural. And I really, really enjoyed this comeback. I thought it was, um, the song isn't like super, like you were saying, it's not like the Everglow song. It's not like super, upbeat or anything but I really liked it I think they look like they're enjoying themselves they look like they like everything and that's important um in terms of the actual album I thought it was really really good Mm -hmm. um I really wish they had taken this time with this album since it's so many songs to do some subunits I like I'm thinking about handle it and how I wish that was just Mina mm. and Chae Young and Jihyo like I don't need the other people and there are a few other songs on there <laughs> where I'm like you could just have I hate to say Momo but like you could just have Momo and you know like Nyan and that's it you don't yeah. need to have nine people singing on 13 songs
1: yeah for Handle It they could have just made that like well you mentioned specifically but like a vocal line song or something just yeah. handle it as a slower track like some the rapping <laughs> i can tolerate it in some of their songs i did not i i still am very much not a fan of dhyan's rap part in feel special i feel like it, it ru- really
2: kills me it kills me i, <laughs> I feel
1: just like it ruins the vibe of the song <laughs> it was tolerable in in um i can't stop me but
2: like, Ooh, I'm, I'll am i just, I'll say it. I'm <laughs> not afraid. I'm sorry if you're, like, a fan of Dai Hun. I really wish she wasn't in TWICE. Like, Ooh. I, I'm, she, she just, I don't feel like she adds anything to the group.
1: Ooh, haven't you seen that video clip of her, like, bending her body around? She's the, she's the variety person.
2: Yeah, and then I saw an interview where I think one of the members of TWICE she said her brother's die said her brother's name and one of the other members was like i didn't know that was your brother's name like yeah i was i admire her privacy i like i never realized i like
1: that about idols but like i prefer it when i don't know anything about them besides what they do on stage
2: but the <laughs> members should know <laughs> her members should know i thought that was so weird i'm like are you serious you guys have been together in a group for like 5 years and you don't know her brother's yeah, name. Yeah,
1: and they were and they did uh, 16 and that was so it's been six at least 6 years so yeah, that is strange. <laughs> I don't know how you're in a group with somebody for 6 years and not know their brother's name. Wow. She's private. <laughs> Super private. I mean I kind of <laughs> She needs to teach me how to do that cuz I don't <laughs>
0: That's cool, cool, though. I, I like slowly uncovering new things about people over the years, even over a six-year period. But I
1: get how that's weird. Six years and not even knowing somebody's brother's name? I've done the friend like, feel, like that. Like I feel like I would just accidentally come upon it, like you would see them texting their brother or something.
3: Yeah. But, mm. <laughs> Isn't siblings one of, that's one of the first things you learn about someone. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, that's... Mm in some ways yeah, i admire that because like, in that way she's a good celebrity because she has her because she's yes. not she's not stressed out by like people like oh no what do they know this about me and how do i like separate my personal life see that's another good topic <laughs> <laughs> separating their personal lives from their private lives but yeah um she doesn't have to worry about that because no- <laughs> literally nobody knows what her private life is like <laughs> not even the members <laughs> okay so
0: with twice's comeback <clears throat> i liked it so much because to me it didn't sound like a twice title title track oh interesting um,
1: i actually yeah, felt like it sounded very twice
0: oh well i don't really dislike twice's title tracks minus like two but I did appreciate mm. how the instrumental wasn't as busy and it, they just sounded smoother overall and this is definitely my favorite of the forced retro comebacks.
1: Mm. Um, <laughs> do you know why, and I think this is a this is sort of a hypothesis, when you listen to the rest of the music in the album, do you know why they sound more <laughs> laid back? It's because they're singing in a key that's more natural.
0: Ah! Um, literally <laughs>
1: the entire album is like comfortable. Like I can always sing to Twice's music. Like people are like it's too high to sing. Like no, it's singable. It's just, just like not, not yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this like every all the songs on the album are like within the range that I, I imagine most women to be singing. <laughs> <laughs> so they sound more mature. Um I think they actually sang uh was it Up All Night? They they sang that live for their or maybe I can't tell if it's a pre-record or if it was live. Um, if it was a pre-record, it was good. Because <laughs> they don't Especially. usually even do that. They usually just lip-sync. Um, I'm just going to assume that it was a live stage. So for their Apple upper Night Live stage that they did, I think, yesterday, that was, yeah, they sang it live, and they sounded okay. Um, they seemed a little nervous, but... The fact that I hope they're able to sing in, like, a lower key from now on. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, Mm -hmm. I didn't listen to the B-sides, but, like, back to the title track, Momo, she was stunning. Like, she's always Uh, stuck out to me the most in the group (laughs) for both good and bad reasons. And (laughs) she looked awesome, and I enjoyed her part of the song. All two seconds of it. I don't don't care to listen to the B-sides. Before recording this, at least. And I overall give this a 7.5 out of 10. This is, like, Mm. the twice I want to see. And it's definitely tied with Signal as my favorite from them, title track-wise.
2: Signal, love!
1: Mm, Yeah. Signal's good. I'm trying to think. The only twice title track I don't prefer is Knock Knock. It's not bad. It's just repetitive. Um. I'm actually, like, weirdly obsessed with Heart Shaker. <laughs> so, if I had to rank them... Goodness. My number one
0: think- is
2: Signal. Yeah. I now that love you're- Signal.
0: <laughs> now that you're listing these Tyler tracks I forgot about, I take back my statement about only disliking two of them.
1: <laughs> Fancy is still number one, because I associate it specifically with Nostalgia. Um uh number two would be um this most recent title track Um, and then number three would be heart shaker i think i'm like i'm convinced i'm the only person that i've ever interacted with who really likes heart shaker (laughs) yeah i've never heard that one yeah (laughs) it's like a christmas like cheesy like yeah very high-pitched very old twice but it's like serotonin
0: Mm. old twice is such an interesting phrase.
1: <laughs> well, I was. I guess. Yeah. Where would you put the divide for old versus new? Twice would it be? I I, I don't disagree with you. It's just odd to
0: hear, especially because you know, like girl group shelf life, and we're only like what five years in.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's
0: just like a general time thing.
1: No, no, I'm not saying you said something wrong. I'm wondering where you would put the cutoff. Would it Would it be fancy, or would it be yes or yes? Because I've seen some people.
0: No, I consider Yes or Yes Old twice. It mm. is. Yeah. Because Fancy, I could start to see, I could tell like where the gradual organic maturing began.
1: I would say, I would argue that it, it started with Bulldozer.
2: Because oh. that's the first time oh they... Oh, God, I-, I hate that song so <laughs> I much. <love> it. <laughs> it sounds like a kid's song.
1: I love it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I literally it sounds I sound like, like in the morning. Well you
0: listen to twice. Of course you're gonna get that. <laughs>
2: it sounds like a song for like the opening theme of Bob the Builder or something. I Oh, hate oh it. yeah, like a bulldozer. Yeah, I like see. a tank, like a soldier, like <laughs> I mm-mm.
1: But it's the first time Chewy got substantial lines. So I I like I always imagine her like smiling and like bopping around in my head when I when I when I hear the song, so it makes me happy. How wholesome! Mm-hmm. But no, I. Oh, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Somebody can talk. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, the if there's very, nothing, the
3: very tip, the very tip of my pinky toe is how much I'm dipped into twice. Um, <laughs> uh... <laughs> I they're really like this album. I, I yeah. liked it. I listened to it. It's it's been on my repeat it's been repeated like constantly Mm -hmm. this whole week like i -hmm. I echo it's it's really relaxing like i've had it in the background when i'm playing minecraft or something like that it's one of those
1: uh, chill. it it has that chorus and fancy is the same way where you can just listen to it over and over again and you kind of like live inside of it
3: but you you don't get yeah
1: like you don't get tired of it
3: and there are a few albums I can say I enjoy fully the whole way through. This is definitely one of them.
1: This and um, the t- Red Velvet's twenty seventeen album, The Perfect uh, Velvet. Uh, yeah. I that was that album
2: is so perfect. It's. Mm-hmm, it, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, they named it Perfect Red Velvet, but it's just. It's my favorite K-pop album. I really. I yeah,
1: listened to this, to eyes wide open. I was like, track by track, like, okay, this song is good. This song is good. And I was like, wait, is this actually gonna match up with Perfect Red Velvet? <laughs> and it did, <laughs> I think.
0: <laughs> it's so cohesive. I don't expect quality like that from K-pop to be real, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, they
1: worked with SM producers for Eyes Wide Open. If that oh. um, they, they worked with Kenzie and Moonshine and. Um all the Swedish dudes. <laughs> yeah.
0: well, that's why I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of which, I gotta listen to this album because like you all are singing high praises and even hats bothered to listen.
2: So I'll <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you have to. It's really good. It's really okay, good. I
1: trust you. Yeah, I do. And I have I have seven songs downloaded out of thirteen, which is more than I do for most of my favorite Western artists. So yes, definitely listen.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because the only album I've listened to like y'all are talking about this is Black Pinks. so I'm gonna definitely see. Oh. Don't worry lovely listeners, I'll catch up. <laughs> Not lovely <laughs> listeners. <laughs> uh, that can end badly. <laughs> um, oh. Okay,
1: so we have this here. Um, we have the the, the, the
0: the big yes. hit
1: the big hit uh, big eye guys that we're supposed to talk about um TXT Wait.
0: Oh TXT yeah I have something to say okay <laughs> I think I'm the only one so that's why I said that um I only listened <laughs> to the title track again like I tried um TXT's B sides after the, their debut mini and it's just l- no for me And this one, I do think was boring, but like someone said, it's more easy listening, which I appreciate. And it's like a BTS song, current BTS commercial, if it were enjoyable and in the right range of all that stuff. So it's interesting to be like, oh, this is what BTS would be like if I liked
1: it. (laughs) And... So, like, if <sighs> BTS had gone, like, so sort of like BTS, if they had been, uh, if they had gone down the route of pop music, but they hadn't been Disney fied as much? Yes.
0: Mm. It's still dripping in that auto tune, which I guess is Bi- Big Hits' new trademark now to tune everyone like Hatsune Miku V4X, but. <laughs> With TXT, it works, again, because it's lower, and they have pleasant voices, and there's not, like, a random guy who sounds like he has cotton balls in his throat all the time. They all have... They just all have idle
1: voices. And the dying cat, yes. We have cotton balls and dying cat.
0: <laughs> I call him Milkman or Stray Cat occasionally.
1: I The only thing I know about that is that there was Yojun and he had a pink mullet and a cowboy hat and everybody on Twitter liked it and I I just I do not like cowboy concepts. I was I not like
0: a, I love his crop top look. He looks so good. But the, the hair top with top. that cowboy outfit is just it looks like rat hair. I hate it so much.
1: Like <laughs> it was the same issue with Luna's comeback. I don't know if you saw this Brielle,
2: but like the weird like fringe and like It just, oh my god, that, um, the whole styling for the comeback was terrible, and I don't know how they picked it, because it didn't even go with the, like, flavor of the song. It was like, they just were like, here, oh, more and more was cute, let's put you in those outfits with some fringe. It just looked terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, like, seeing,
1: I was just like, oh, so this is the Luna that I spent all this time with. And now they're, I heard, why not, I think, I've heard it twice,
2: and Mm -hmm. I was
1: like, all right. So I don't think I really stand this group anymore.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's, I think with Luna, it's just that the title tracks sound so different for me from the B-sides. It's like, Mm -hmm. why do you guys keep doing this? It's because Lisa Mann
1: literally has his, like, (laughs) his, like, he has them in his hands, like, (laughs) Be, like BBC is not going to like say no Lee Soo Man we don't want you because he has like I mean he's incredibly influential so they're they're in a rough place I just hope because Lee Soo Man is in charge of them I hope that he decides to do a different ki- type of song <laughs> one with less rapping <laughs>
2: they can't rap <laughs> i just, they can't rap none of them can and there's a track on the album called "Oops," and it is just so cringe. Oh, I is it honest- pure rap? Is it a rap? Yeah, it's not. It's it's not pure rap, but it's really rap heavy. And they just need to stop. Luna keeps okay. going for this girl crush thing, and which is on its way out. So I wish they stopped.
1: They need it's- to do another. I I was re- I watched all of their music videos in order. Um- Before So What came out. Because sometimes I like to do that. Um, They need to go back to... Like, what Jaden Jiang had set up for them... Obviously he was murdering Jensoul Scalp. I get it. That's not nice. But, like... Mm -hmm. (laughs) He understood that they weren't specifically talented or amazing in any way. But he gave them an aesthetic that made them stand out. By keeping them mysterious... By having like three girl, two girls who were perpetually blonde, um, by having them release these title tracks and like having these music videos that were really, really well done, they don't have that aesthetic because I for this music for Why Not, they're not working with DigiPetty, Petty, um, which were oh they me. are oh they are
2: they are they all oh do.
1: wow. Mm-hmm. I thought they weren't because I looked at the I was waiting for the end to see the Digipetty thing come up but it didn't come up. It just said Blockberry.
2: Yeah, they worked with them. It just um this just felt really like they didn't know what they were doing. It was Mm. all over the place.
1: Yeah. Mm. Like the scenes before Luna had this and I've noticed this with a lot of good music videos, um, specifically with K pop, but if you if anybody ever watches any of Luna's pre debut stuff, um all their music mm-hmm. videos have this thing. First, you enter sort of the dream sequence, so sort of the dream world, mm-hmm. and then there's sort of a, uh, a conflict within the dream world. And then suddenly the girl, whichever girl of the month it is, is ripped out of the dream world and you kind of perceive what reality is. So in Attack My Heart, um, there's this thing. Heart metaphor- attack sorry heart attack <laughs> see i'm not a stand anymore i don't even know how to name the songs and <laughs> heart attack it's true she's looking into the window at the beginning and then she sort of starts slowly being immersed into this dream world right like she wants to hang out with eve um mm-hmm. and then at the end of the music video they cut to what's actually happening like she's literally dying because she's left out in the snow but like they do it well like it's it's a it's a format it's a structure that Digi mm-hmm. Petty has been doing it but they do it perfectly for i don't know how many music videos they had 14 or 15 music videos a lot and yeah and so they had this dreamlike aesthetic but now with why not there was lore in it and people were like oh you're going to like this music video it has a whole bunch of lore in it but like it was shot like
2: like a random Group's music video, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since they lost Jaden, they haven't really been able to um continue the lore in a way that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think they need to just drop it at this point. Um, yeah. I don't see anything wrong with the lore just being something that was pre-debut and just got people yeah. into Luna. It's a really interesting story, but we okay. don't have to keep going with it. Besides the colors Actually, and stuff.
0: Since um, I believe during High High, I'm not. A lord expert expert, but I know some stuff. Didn't high high end with, with them all coming together regardless. Yes, Hi. Yeah, so uh, them
1: all time together. together. Oh. Should have Yeah, they could have just ended it there. I, that would have been very poetic too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because butterfly was a butter. Oh, I was gonna talk about this when I was on my tangent, but that music video was so well done. Um, having the. The, the girls who are supposed to represent all the Luna fans all around the world, and the the concept mm-hmm. itself, that's the sort of concepts that Luna needs to be doing. Like, that mature concept, the kind of, where they seem kind of otherworldly. Like, elegant. Yeah, elegant, the really beautiful choreography. I'm still kind of upset that Butterfly didn't get any awards for choreography, because it, it yeah, actually have it. Actually with that
0: elegance, it. they could have replaced Eyes 1 and gotten that popularity boost whenever they're over. But mm-hmm. who knows if they'll go back.
1: Yeah, When does Eyes 1? How long have they been? Since 2017? Is it five years for them?
2: Um, I, I think it's one year from now that they are going to disband.
1: Okay. Um, okay. They have a year left. And it's going to be cent- interesting to see where the fanboys mm-hmm. go next. Especially since Luna's way more elegant than Eyes 1. Yeah. Well, they used to be. Well, when they <laughs> When they want to be, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But butterfly I, was just so beautiful. Like it's it, it's like it's the same thing with Twice's recent comeback. Like it has a it has an aura about it. Like there's something very well. It's well created. It's it's well put together. The music is kind of coalesces. All the members look like they fit the concept. Mm-hmm. Eve does not like this concept. Like, she hates Eve, it.
2: <laughs> i she think there's more there's
1: more it. than her but she point like she she kind of stuck out to me the most because she's she's very much like an elegant idol like that's her thing like she's poised yeah, and, and they, grateful
2: they seem to want to turn her into a girl crush idol and i don't yeah. see it yeah. she gives me like sully or sun me that mm-hmm. kind of vibe and i don't understand why people are putting this like Tomboy thing onto her because she yeah. doesn't seem that way at all.
1: The queer bait tomboy, Amber, mm-hmm. but pretty. I think it's because Chew is girly girl and they're shipped together. So you have to, so. Yeah. Well, I don't, even, I don't understand ship, their
0: ship.
2: <laughs> Besides the video, I don't understand why people put them together. It's so obviously the company doing it. Like when Chew. When you ask Chu in interviews and stuff who her idol is and who she looks up to, she says (laughs) Eve. And it's like, why would you say that? Why would you? That's literally in K-profiles when you, like, go through the (laughs) profiles. I remember seeing
1: that for the first time and being like, what?
2: (laughs) Why would Chu, who was even more popular than Eve, more everything? I just don't. Why was she? Wondering because about the
1: company told her to. I don't think she.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. The company told her to. Like, it's so obvious. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think she. I always wonder, and I guess that's the topic for next time: is <laughs> queer baiting in K-pop. I always wonder how much um, idols feel, what they feel about it. How much of it is, yeah, sure, I can do this. How much they hate it. It's, it's interesting, because there are groups like Dreamcatcher who are very heavy-handed with it. And there are groups um, like, like NCT or something, where even if people start to do fan service, it looks awful because <laughs> it's not expected. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, so I just want to um, say one thing about TXT, because I was cut off. I'm kidding, but um, <laughs> I do find it amusing how even um, Moas are aware that the only like catchy boppy part of the song is that one like eight second part from the chorus because all they use to promote on Twitter. Ooh, like I would like that song if it was just as boppy as that part, but I'm cool with this either way. Okay, okay. so now that would that would wrap up everything for today. We're at an hour twenty minutes. So next wow. episode we'll definitely be covering um queer baiting and ISPA's debut. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be fun. Wow, that that's
1: gonna be this is gonna be long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can I could talk about queer baiting for like hours on end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we have
0: that on top of it. And the Jim and Scandal, we'll talk about that too so i would like to shout out our lovely Eb. She's a fr- she's a like a friend of ours she made the icon you're seeing for this podcast it's so beautiful and i love it so much so thank you and thank also shout designer. out to graphic designer yeah technical terms whatever we're all fancy and professional now i guess oh kidding so also shout out to zia for being our production lady she helps out a lot behind the scenes very intelligent yes a a real fun joy to be around (laughs) Mm -hmm. everyone say bye and join us in two weeks
1: yeah have a good thanksgiving don't go out um save the country by your masks. Vote. Oh, happy
0: Halloween. Oh, yes, if you're please. in America.
1: Vote. Well, I don't I don't know if any, anybody's going to anybody's going to be listening to this, but if on the off chance that you are like for some reason looking through new podcasts, I don't know who does that. Um, <laughs> and you've listened to this for an hour and 30 minutes. Vote. Vote.
0: <laughs> and this is going up on Halloween. Happy and Halloween everyone. Don't vote for BB. <laughs> yeah, don't vote for BB. God, oh God. <laughs> I hate Twitter. <laughs> okay, bye. This has been Black Velvet Cast and End Pop Cast because somebody wanted a controversy. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> you're awful.
1: I'm really okay. actually not intelligent. Oh, <laughs> but I still can be awful and intelligent.
0: Mm, that should be oh. your
1: goal in life in K pop. Be awful? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to introduce myself like that. All right. Goodbye, everyone.